Alright guys, just actually jumping in ahead of this one. Um, this week's episode is going to be a little different. Uh, I spent most of the time recording on the go. So I had a little microphone clipped to my seatbelt while I was driving around. And I used that to record. Um, because been busy, didn't really have much time to do one long episode, sit down format. So I was like, you know what, I'll just do a bunch of little shit while I'm cruising around, cruising the lanes. Um, if you're watching this on YouTube, I have a wrinkly t-shirt on. It's great. It's a great way to stay in shape. Um, but I figured I'd jump into a quick little intro and that way I have a cover for the episode notes because I didn't record visually. I just recorded audio. Um, so this way I've got my, my thumbs up, my hat on, and I can have like a, an album cover for the, uh, podcast. But yeah, <clears throat> just jumping in real quick intro. There's a couple of parts to this, I think three parts in total. Um, I apologize if I was like, I apologize in advance if I get a bit ranty, especially the last one. I think I was hangry. Um, I was driving around just fucking, not ripping people's heads off, but I was on edge. So yeah, I think it was all right. Let me know if it was weird. If you thought it was okay, let me know. Um, If you thought it was shit, let me know. I just want to know. I just want to know. You know, I just want to know if the podcast was good or if it was bad. Um, but yeah, I think the audio quality should be good. But you know what? Time will tell. Um, so yeah. Oh, it's starting in my ear. Hang on. Started playing in my ear because I hadn't set it up properly on GarageBand. But um, yeah, cool. I hope you guys enjoy it. Um, I'm going to jump in at the end to give you a quick outro. But this has been recorded over like three or four days. Hope you guys enjoy. Peace out. Alrighty, guys. Um, this podcast is going to be slightly different this week because, as you know, I'm, I've been super busy. Um, so, I decided to buy a, what do you call it, lapel microphone. So, I have a lapel microphone clipped to my seatbelt in my car and I am recording my podcast while I'm driving around because I usually talk to myself plenty as is and I figured why not just record that um, record that conversation for you guys to hear it and because i'm time poor and i don't want to not put out a podcast so i figured well let's just fucking fit it in when i can and i spend a lot of time driving around these days so i figured why not make the most of it and put that um time to good use so here we are episode number 30 48 i think i'm not going to check because i'm driving and that's bad shouldn't touch your phone while you're driving ladies and gentlemen um it's alright if you're recording into a microphone while you're driving, but you're not allowed to touch your phone. So I'll have to kill 20 minutes until I get home, and then I can press stop when I stop. Um, yeah, anyway, welcome to the podcast. I don't know what this episode's going to be called, I don't know what it's going to be about, but I will start it off by saying welcome. Um, I had, it's Wednesday, I might actually splice a few days together, so that way you get a bit of insight into how my brain is functioning on that day. Also, apologize if you can hear my car. Um, it's not really loud, but it would be annoying if you could hear it. should say I've got sunnies on as well. It'll look like um, I'm going to rant about some wild shit. Who knows? I might. Anyway, back on topic. So this morning I had a... I'm busy on Saturday, and Saturdays is when I do my long ride. And this week, my long ride was four hours and five minutes, if you want to get super specific. Um... 
so I had a four-hour ride and today was the only day other than Friday that I could have fit it in and Friday I have my psychologist at 9.30 very specific probably shouldn't have given you the specific time but there you go I have my psychologist quite early in the morning and so it's kind of early enough that I can't get the ride done beforehand but it's late enough that it would mean I would finish the ride at like four o'clock maybe five o'clock if I started afterwards so fuck no I don't want to be doing that especially after seeing a psychologist I'll be fucking fried have to concentrate I don't want to concentrate I don't want to no so it was a no-no on Friday um so I decided to do it today because today is the only day that I could fit it in and for some reason I decided it would be a fantastic idea to um actually ride outside in the cold um instead of riding indoors in the warmth of my bedroom I know it was a four hour ride and that was my justification I was like four hours on the trainer no thank you fuck that um ah, like the trainer's alright for like 90 minutes but any more than that and it starts to suck and I was like you know what it's fine it's not meant to rain that much it's gonna be cold but I'll be kitted up and I'll be warm I'll be toasty as as long as it doesn't rain I'll be super toasty inside my jacket and my gloves and all the layers I've got on, I'll be completely fine. Anyway, long, if I was to cut a long story short, it rained a lot, <clears throat> which meant my um, plan of staying warm was fucking wrong. So wrong. So wrong, in fact, that, yeah, I, um, I was like coming down King Lake, descending King Lake, and I was like yelling out and groaning and, oh, it was horrible. Anyway, so I started riding at like five, quarter past five in the morning because I wanted to try and get it done quite reasonably early. Um, so I did, started riding. Um, before I wrote, left though, the morning was super duper clear and I looked out into the sky and I saw this, I think it was Elon Musk's satellites again. If you listened to the podcast a couple of months ago, I mentioned seeing them and thinking they were a spaceship and freaking out. I saw them again and they were moving in like a straight line across the sky from like, let's say south to north. Um, or what it appeared to be, south to north, across the sky in a complete straight line. There were probably like 80 of them. They looked like 80 little stars moving in unison across the sky. And I was like, this is pretty cool. I tried to video it, but I couldn't get any... My phone wouldn't pick it up because it's the night sky. Um, But it looked fucking awesome. And I was just... I was like, well, if they're spaceships, that's also pretty cool um, because I'd love to see a spaceship. Anyway, saw that, then I decided to just leave, start my ride, and it was great for the first bit, like it was cold, but it was, the first half an hour was awesome, and then it started to rain, um, rained for probably 10, 15 minutes, enough to wet me, and I was like, ah, oh, this is unpleasant, but it's stopped now, you know what, I'll be fine, um, I went, not that anyone's going to know where this is, Mount Pleasant Road, did that, then came through Eltham, then jumped on the, like, Greensboro Road. I got onto... I ended up getting on Plenty Road, basically. Um, Plenty Road was good for the first half, then it started to rain, and it was really hard to see uh, because all the cars were coming at me, and it was diluting my bike light, so I couldn't see ahead of me. Um, So, on Plenty Road, all the way to Whittlesea, which, which is where I stopped for the first time. It was about two hours in. Stopped, had some food at the servo, and it was fucking cold, man. I was, like, it was, I think it was five degrees when I was in Whittlesea, and I was like, this is freezing. Like, I was 
pretty soaked. My gloves were kind of wet at that point. Um, wasn't very happy with it, but I was like, you know what? I'm halfway. So any further from here is over the halfway mark, and that's great. That's all I want. So I started riding again. It was fine. It was great until I got uh, until I started the ascent through Hume Vale, which takes you through to King Lake West. Once I started that ascent, I was like, oh no, this is not going to go well for me. Um, because I could see the ring of clouds around the top of the hill and I was like, I'm going straight into that. And I know from last time, and you guys will know from last time when I rode to Bonnie Doon, the road from King Lake to King Lake West was like a nightmare because it was so foggy and wet and just dreadful. Um, I was riding up and I could see the conditions were going to be similar and I was like, ah, hopefully it's not as bad. Anyway, it was. It was fucking horrible. It was so cold, so fucking wet. Um, so many cars and you couldn't see shit. Like, I probably couldn't see 15 meters ahead of me and I was so... I was like... I was beyond cold but I was also worried that I was going to get fucking cleaned up by a car because the speed limit's like 100 along there. And if I got cleaned up by a car, then... Yeah, probably wouldn't end well. So I was stressing about that. And then on top of it, they've got these super thick white lines to like line the road. And I wanted to get off the shoulder, which is the little bit of the road that kind of like rounds off into the gutter. Um, I was on that to try and stay safe away from cars, but that was kind of thinning out and running into dirt. And I was like, I don't want to ride on that. So I went to cross over the line into the road. Um, and because the lines were super thick, my front wheel like turned, skidded forward, then kind of jumped over. And then I swerved out into the middle of the road, then swerved back and almost absolutely fucking came off my bike and skidded around on the ground. That was horrible. I started swearing. I couldn't see shit. I was freezing. Everything was drenched. My feet were soaked and my gloves were soaked at this point. By the time I actually got to King Lake, which I had about 50 minutes left of my ride to do at that point, I like stopped at the post office. I was fucking so cold. Took my gloves off. They were drenched. Um, replaced my inners. So cycling hack. I wear like plastic, um, like surgical gloves on the inside of my other gloves. On, on the inside of my like ski gloves to try and keep my hands warm. Um, so I took them off, replaced the little surgical, surgical gloves. Didn't help at all because my gloves were soaked. And then I was like, I better just go down because the quicker I get down out of King Lake the quicker I'm going to probably warm up um, so I started my descent and it was fucking 15 minutes of hell so cold so wet so sketchy came out the bottom of King Lake it wasn't any warmer and it was basically just like you know half an hour until I got home of just shivering I was shivering while I was riding I was like groaning I was making all sorts of weird noises because it was so unpleasant um, if I had to sum it up in, I don't know, a few words, I would say that it was the most physical pain I've experienced ever. Um, yeah, probably the most physical pain I've experienced in my life ever because it was so, oh, it just hurt so fucking much to my bones. It was so cold. It hurt so much and there was nothing I could do about it. I couldn't stop because if I stopped then I'd have to call someone and if I called someone I was like an hour and a half away from home so it meant they were going to take 45 minutes to come get me which doesn't help me at all it just makes me cold um, so I was like there's no point stopping but the only way to get home and get warm is to keep riding and if I keep riding it means fucking you know 
another hour and a half of freezing cold, horrible weather. Oh, disaster. So after, and to top it off, I got home and my mum and brother were like, we thought you were dead. We were, we were going to call the police and an ambulance. And I was like, fuck, that's the last time I'm riding in conditions like that. So next time I'll be riding from my bedroom. Um, even if it's a four hour ride and I don't want to ride four hours in my bedroom, I'm going to because it's way better. At least I could have watched like F1, Drive to Survive. It would have been way more pleasant, way pleasanter than, um, you know, riding in fucking three and five degree weather with rain. Not fun, not fun at all. But on a positive note, means I don't have to do it Saturday or Friday. Um, so the rest of my week's looking tippy top. Um, so yeah, so that was my morning. And then after that, rolled into BFT Monty and did the Metcon with the crew down there. It was great. It was a great way to stay in shape. It was a pretty spicy one. Um, not a whole lot of rest, but great fun. I was surprised that I managed to pull through. I think getting a couple of snacks from uh, Zenden helped keep me alive. Um, keep me keep me kicking, keep me punching. So yeah, that was my morning. It's now 2.30. I'm driving home. I'm probably going to have a nice shower again and watch some F1 Drive to Survive and maybe eat some food. Yeah, definitely eat some food. Um, but the whole point of that entire long-winded story was that for me, when I got home, that warm shower, it didn't even have to be a hot shower, that warm shower meant so fucking much to me, like so much to the point I almost cried because like it, I've, like I exaggerate a lot of shit sometimes because it makes it funny, but I shit you not, that was the most painful experience I've had in my entire life. Like my Iron Man was hard, that was really hard and it was really painful at times. But overall, it wasn't that bad. Whereas this ride today was so fucking painful, especially for a training ride. Um, I just, yeah, I was just wanted to crawl up on the side of the road and go to sleep. So to get home and jump in a warm shower and feel what that felt like, oh, I almost cried. It was so good. Warm shower and a cup of coffee was just the best. So like stuff that's that difficult... It just makes you appreciate the little things. Like when you do something really hard and really challenging, it makes you appreciate the small things in life. Like right, like right now, I'm driving around with the car, optimal temperature. I don't need to have gloves on. I feel fucking nice. I'm cozy. Like this is the shit. This is the stuff that we fucking you know challenge ourselves to enjoy. Enjoy the comforts of life. It's good. It's great. Enjoy the food as well. So. If I took, or if you take anything away from hearing that long-winded story of me suffering through the cold, it's, man, do hard stuff because it'll make you appreciate the little things a lot more, a hell of a lot more. Um, And that actually brings me to a topic that I was probably going to do a podcast on at some point, but um, we'll talk about it now. The the topic or the concept of, um, what is it? Yeah, so like, if you think about it, you think about when, when you're happy and when you're sad, the, there's no point in always being happy because always being happy like removes the... Hang on, how do I put this? If you're always happy, you're never happy, basically. Because if you're always happy, that's the norm. So that then you have to be extra, extra happy for you to be happy. So like you need ebbs and flows. You need to be happy. You need to be sad. 
You need to be comfortable. You need to be uncomfortable. Otherwise, you have no idea what comfortable or uncomfortable is. It's all the same. It's boring. You need to have that variety. So for me, when I have a session like this morning and it's just... I had the same fucking on the weekend as well, which is stupid because I had that on Saturday and then I've experienced it again on Wednesday. Quick turnaround. Usually, I try and stretch them out a bit. But when you have shitty, hard fucking not fun at all experiences like that it always recalibrates the things that you appreciate and for me it just you know opens my eyes to like hey I'm so lucky that I get to go home have a nice meal have a warm shower and put on some warm dry clothes like that's so good like yeah it was fucking shit but I get to go home and get changed and be warm and be happy like some people don't get that some people don't have that like some people are stuck in the fucking rain cruising around with no option and you know that sucks so for me to get home and have a nice warm shower I'm so grateful for it um, and it just teaches you to appreciate these those harder moments those more difficult moments those more difficult experiences because you know what they suck they do fucking suck they're absolutely shit but when you come out of it oh normal life is fantastic so when you experience something great it's even better it's the fucking best like what did I when I was eating a Zenden cookie today after doing my fucking ride having a shower then leaving and going down to Zenden I was eating the cookie and I was just I was like this is the best this is the best cookie I've ever had like yeah they got great cookies but just pairing it with the um, shitty fucking not it wasn't a shit experience. It was just really painful um, experience from this morning. So much more appreciation for it. The cof- the cup of coffee I had, oh, wasn't anything special, but it was fucking nice. After freezing my fucking hands off, hands and feet off. I still got to wash my bike, actually, when I get home. I'll probably do that straight away. Um, but yeah, it's just, you know, appreciate appreciate the hard times because they make the good times even better. Whereas if you don't have hard times, the good times are just kind of eh, you know. Um, So yeah, that was the point of that story. What else has happened this week since I last recorded? I last recorded on a Friday or a Thursday, I think. What did I do on the weekend? Well, I didn't speak about my weekends, right? So the weekend was basically the same experience on the bike, except not as bad, pretty close, but not as bad because it wasn't as long. So the weekend was three hours, um, and it was just as cold and horrible. I actually got home from my ride and then had a shower before I did my run off the bike because I was that cold. Usually I'll just put runners on and go because it was only 8K, so it's not that far. Get it done in about less than 40 minutes. Great way to stay in shape. Feel fucking great. But um, yeah, I was so cold. I was like, I'm having a shower and getting changed in a dry clothes and then I'll go. So I did that on Saturday. Then Sunday was a long trail run, 20Ks. Um, awesome run so much fun I should have probably done there was a trail running series I think it's watery gully no broad I don't know somewhere out near St Andrews um, there was a trail run on and I had a 20k trail run to do that day and there was a race for 17 I should have just done that um, because it would have been cool to try and place in a competition because those are my trails Um, I own them bitches I run up and down them multiple times I don't know, not multiple times a month, maybe once a month. 
so it would have been cool to actually race other people on them um, but regardless of that the run was awesome took me two hours felt great great way to stay in shape good way to start the day I was much warmer than the Sunday Saturday, yeah much warmer than the Sunday <clears throat> so felt fucking sick um, then Monday so today's Wednesday Monday Tuesday Monday was good, hit all my sessions, Tuesday, yesterday, not so good, um, I just felt super tired, super run down, so I thought I was coming down with something, probably because I rode in the fucking cold on Saturday, um, so I decided to skip my ride and skip my swim, again, didn't want to get in the pool because it was fucking freezing, it's just really hard to swim in winter, didn't experience this last year because we were locked down the whole time, so, um, yeah, it's really difficult. So this week I've got to try and make sure I get in the pool for all my sessions. I've already missed one, unfortunately. Anyway, missed my swim and ride yesterday for a nap and it was fucking sick. And then I was like, you know what? Well, you know what's a great idea? Why don't I go and ride out in the cold again? The same thing that probably made me run down in the first place. Why don't I go and do that again? But hear me out. Instead of doing it for three hours, let's do it for four. And instead of it being a little bit warmer let's make it way colder leave way earlier um, and just suffer through that entire experience so that's what I did made it way colder way more sufferable um, and just a great way to stay in shape overall um, so yeah then that brings us to today where I did my ride on the, Met the Metcon so tomorrow I have a strength session a swim and then a run and I'll tick all those sessions off because I need to tick my swim off. Um, and then Friday, oh no, I have a ride tomorrow on a run. Ugh, that's going to be fucking fun. Make sure, I'm going to make sure I tick off all my sessions for the rest of the week. I'm going to do, I've got one more swim to do. I'm only going to do two swims this week, not three. Um, I just don't think I have the mental capacity to do all three. Just because I don't want to. It's just really hard to get in the pool when it's this cold. So... I'm not gonna. Um, then next week, hopefully, I'll be right back at it. Also, it doesn't help that I got something going on with my shoulder, so I got to do a bit of extra work with that to try and strengthen up some weaknesses I've got there. Um, that way, I can swim solidly. Um, yeah. Oh, I'm home. I might. Oh, let's. I'll add a segue into what I'm going to talk about when I start recording again. But um, I've started listening to Joe Rogan's podcast. Well, all right, here we go. So, story time. I've stopped listening to Joe Rogan's podcast. Every I've stopped listening to every episode of Joe Rogan's podcast um, because I was listening to them all and it was just too much. And I have a bunch of other shows that I listen to and I was like, I can't listen to all of his ones and all these others. So I'm being selective with what I listen to. I used to listen to all the science-y ones and stuff like that. But um, I've I, I like to laugh and I like to be entertained because that's just fun. Learning stuff's also cool, yes, but I like to be entertained. I like fun. I like talking shit. I like hearing shit talk. That's just how I roll. So <clears throat> I've stopped listening to the majority of his podcasts and I'll just pick and choose. So today I listened to all of my other episodes of all the other podcasts I listened to and I was like, great, which one am I going to listen to? And I started the one with him and Duncan Trussell and 
If you've never listened to those two together, it is a fucking great listen. I think this one's like four hours long. But they just go on so many tangents and the most wild, preposterous tangents you can ever think of. They are currently fucking balls deep into talking about the pyramids and like ancient aliens and how like there's a theory that humans are just a farm and like ages ago this other fucking alien race planted us on this planet they dropped the pyramids in to be like all right cool this is the time period that we started these guys off they fucked off let us farm the technology that we're supposed to farm once we get to a certain point they'll come back and they'll be like great thank you for that um wipe the whole planet clean and start again because we don't know how old the universe is. Like, we can only see, you know, 13 billion years ago or something like that. We can't see past that point. So what if it is continual? What if there is more out there? Um, so they just talk about wild, fucking crazy theories and shit like that, which I love so much. I could fucking run my mouth about this shit for so long. Um, so maybe I will. Who knows? So that's what I will probably touch on when I pick this up. So this is the first part. Um, I don't know when I'll pick up the next part, probably tomorrow. Maybe I'll go inside and record the rest now, who knows. Um, but yeah, that's it for now, guys. And I says to him, I says, what's going on, guys? We are back uh, with another installment of my car podcast. Um, yeah, for you guys, it's only been a split second, but for me, it has been like two days. It is Friday now. Um, I have not been doing a whole lot. Well, that's a lie. I've been doing a heap of shit. Um, that's why I haven't recorded a full podcast. But we're back. I'm recording. I'm sitting in my car, driving somewhere, undisclosed location. It's Friday, the end of the week, thankfully. I managed to get through it, um, get through all my training, which was good. Oh, uh, yeah, that's right. Last time I spoke to you guys, I was talking about my horrible ride wonderful um i just went i jumped in my car it was really warm in my car because i had the heater on before and i went to take my jumper off and everything came off like my t-shirt and the whole lot i was like this is fucking annoying i hate when that happens i wish there was a way like they should have t-shirts with a clip that you clip to your pants so you can just take your jumper off and not have to worry about your t-shirt coming off as well um because it's really annoying and inconvenient because now I'm sitting in the car and my t-shirt at the back is up and my skin's touching the seat. It's not cold or anything, it's just uncomfortable and not um, not very pleasant, if you will. Um, yeah, so not much, not a lot has happened in the two days that's passed in this split second for you guys. I feel like I'm a time traveller, um, travelling into the, into the future to bring back good content, although this isn't coming out until Sunday, so realistically... I'm just, you're, you guys are traveling back to the past. Yeah, you guys are time travelers and I'm a time traveler. We're all time travelers. Anyway, to put a lid on this, what has happened since I last spoke to you? So Thursday was a pretty big day. Lots of training. Well, Thursday was yesterday. Yeah, lots of training, lots of cool stuff. I swam, I ran, I did a little workout, did some strength. It was good. Squats. Uh, back squats are feeling fucking awesome at the moment. And I'm finding my squat mobility is getting better just because I'm spending more time in the squat. So very happy on that front. I swam and it was a fucking awesome swim. Um, I, yeah, felt fucking great. I really wanted to try and swim twice this week because I missed a swim. I missed two swims last week. Um, 
and swimming you lose so here's a fun fact for all you non-triathletes out there you lose your swim fitness far quicker than you lose your run and ride fitness so missing two swims last week meant that like I kind of had to do a fair bit of swimming this week to try and peg it back and not lose it um, so I did that picked that box run was good I went to I had to do 1k efforts and I ran I was like you know what I'll run to the Aths track as a bit of a warm up then I'll do my 1k efforts there and then I'll run back it'd be fucking awesome and then I got to the Aths track and they had an Aths carnival on um, which was good on those kids for doing the Aths carnival good on them but at the same time I was like I just wanted to run around a fucking track and not have to go and make up 1k efforts somewhere else because the track is just the absolute easiest um, to do 1k efforts on anyway I went up and asked one of the teachers I was like so can I can I run and he's like well next up we've got the uh, we've got the 3 by 200 um, we've got three 200 meter meter heats then we're going to have the final then after that we're doing the 100 meters and I was like so can I run on the track and he was like no and I was like great I'm going um because as much as I would love to watch an Aths Carnival, I don't really want to watch an Aths Carnival. Um, so I went and did my 1K efforts at an oval, which was way worse. Um, but we got them done. We lived to survive. That doesn't make any sense. Anyway. Um, and then this morning, had a had a trainer set, which was brutal, but we did it. And then a run as well, which was cool. And then I saw my psychologist. So I'm slowly coming out of the... Trance that my psychologist puts me in because um, it just feels like I'm fucking I don't know man I roll out of there absolutely fucked up in a good way like I just have my eyes open to a whole bunch of things so um, why don't I touch on those things so if you've been listening to this podcast for a while you'll know that I'm pretty sure I mentioned it in one of the earlier episodes apologies if I haven't mentioned it and this is the first time but I like Due to my coping mechanisms growing up, I, rep- I repress my feelings. So I don't know what feelings feel like. I don't know. I don't know what happy... Well, I think I know what happy feels like. I don't really know. I don't know what sad feels like. I just know anger. Like, that's really the only thing I can feel is, like, angry or frustrated. I don't have the other feelings. They don't exist because I don't know what they feel like. Um, so lately, I've been trying to figure that out. And the tip my psychologist gave me was to feel the physiological response. Don't worry about like what to label it. Just feel what you feel inside your body. And that might be like a tight chest, sweaty palms, not in the stomach, like all sorts of different things like that. Um, so I've been getting better at that over the past few weeks, which is cool. Um, so hopefully one day after doing lots and lots of work, I'll be able to actually figure out what feelings actually feel like. Um, But until then, I will just label them with physiological responses. So, you know, not in the stomach, might be nervous, might be anger, who knows. But that's what I'll feel, the not in the stomach. I won't feel the feeling. Um, What else did we touch on? That's so, this is another, um, another tangent. While I was riding this morning, I was listening to another podcast, um, not this one, but you guys should definitely just listen to this one and the other one if you want. It's bodybuilding, um, no, what is it? Not bodybuilding. Barbell Bros. It's two bodybuilders that just talk. They talk a lot of shit, but they also talk a lot of good stuff. So definitely worth a listen. Um, 
they're probably the only two people that are open about steroid use that I've listened to. Not a lot of people are open about their um, steroid or PED use, so I hats off to them for that. That's why I love listening to them, because they're just fucking straight up honest. Anyway, they were talking about um, putting training and things on hold to try and focus all their energy on certain product uh, projects and stuff like that to try and better themselves and get themselves ahead so that they can go back to training as much as they like. And that kind of like resonated with me a bit because like I want to do I want to do a lot of things at the moment. I want to do a, a dabble in a bunch of different different things. But in order to set that up, it's going to require time. And my excuse at the moment is time. And I'm not time poor. It's just that I spend a lot of my time exercising and training. So it kind of like hit me. I was like, fuck, maybe I need to pull back my training load a bit. Maybe I need to slow down and train less. Maybe park, put everything into a maintenance phase. Um and give myself more time to explore these other things I want to do and just feel them out and see what they're like. So that kind of has crept up in the back of my head. So I'm going to sit with that for a bit and see what that feels like. I'm not going to do anything yet. Um, I was advised by my psychologist not to do anything drastic. She's like, just kind of feel it out. So like, be more open to if you wake up and you don't feel like training maybe don't train um, maybe take a break maybe skip a session if you feel like not doing it maybe just don't do it and see what happens see how that makes you feel and kind of explore um, that range of things like I mentioned I would have mentioned in earlier um, missing Tuesday's ride and swim for a nap that felt great uh, it actually it was actually fucking awesome and it set me up I think to get through the rest of the week so I think I need to explore doing that more often because I don't do it enough. So she said, don't cut your training back. Don't drastically cut it in half and make it a big plan. She's like, just listen to your body more, listen to yourself more and see what you actually feel like doing. So if I you know, don't want to train, maybe don't train. Um, so I'm going to try and do a bit more of that over the coming weeks as well, which will be very interesting to see how that goes um, because I'm not good at it. I'm like... Another thing she said was try and give yourself um, positive reinforcement, not positive reinforcement, but I struggle with the idea of not being good enough, another fucking childhood trauma trigger for me. Um, So like I'll never, unless I deal with that, which I'm trying to, I'm never going to be good enough. Um, It's still something that triggers me today. I'll never feel like I've achieved enough. I'll never feel like I am good enough, which is fucking shit. But I know that and I'm working on it, which is all that I care about. Um, So as long as I keep doing the work, I'll fix that at some point. But part of the reason I reckon I continually train and push myself as hard as I can is because like, doesn't matter how many accolades I collect in my sport or how fucking fast I can run or how long I can ride for or whatever. It doesn't matter how much I do. Deep down, I'm probably still going to believe in the back of my head that I'm not good enough. Um, so I think we need to address that um, aspect of it as well. So these are all things that are going on inside my brain at the moment. I'm just trying to figure out, just trying to figure out life, you know. Um, but I'm glad I have this podcast to share it on. To you guys who, um, excuse me if I'm oversharing. I, it's too late for that, so don't worry. Um, yeah. 
So that's where my headspace and journey is at at the moment in terms of all that stuff. Someone just ripped a massive burnout. I don't know, man. Um, your penis must be massive. I, I, I mean, sorry. Yeah, so that's where I'm at with that that whole journey. Um, otherwise, what other things happened this week that I want to talk about? This person is sitting up my ass. Don't wave at me. Fuck, dude. just want to light him up. Um, do you guys ever get the urge to just, if someone starts sitting up your ass, just tap the brakes? I always brake check people because they get so mad and there's nothing they can do about it. It's the fucking best. And there was a cop that just drove past. Oh, sit up my ass more, boy. Um, I always get really, like, I don't know why it is. When people ride or drive right up my ass, I get, like, I get filled with rage. Like, right now, I have sweaty palms. Um, And I always go straight for visual insults on appearance. So, how they look, I'll always start ripping them apart. Um, I'm not going to say anything that I thought of for that gentleman that was sitting behind me because it's mean. And it's inappropriate for a podcast. But I always go straight for like visual um, appearance insults. Not a great way to be, but here we are. Um, Not going to lie about it. But yeah, what else happened this week? I had notes, but I can't check the notes because I'm driving, unfortunately. So, um, oh yeah, that's right. So I was reading the label of a... um, a sanitizer or sanitizing wipes. I was reading a label of some sanitizing wipes. And on that label, and I'm sure many sanitizers or antibacterial things are very, very similar. Um, it said, kills 99.99% of germs. And I read that and I was like, well, that's basically, that might as well be zero. Because like, how are you going to make the argument that that one of germs that didn't get killed like how do you know what that 0.1% of germs that didn't get killed is you know what I mean I didn't describe that very well at all just say someone gets sick and they're like your fucking product says it kills 99.99% of germs they can turn around and be like yeah well it was the 0.1 that got you sick it's like well how do you know that how do you know it's not the fucking 100% that got them sick it's just your antibacterial wipes just smell nice and they don't actually do anything. You don't know. Oh, I'm sure they do know. But, you know, I don't know that. So, nobody knows, really. You know? <laughs> that was a shit show. You know? Um, anyway, I have arrived at my destination. I will pick this up in, who knows? Maybe four days. Not four days doesn't work because it's Friday. I'm going to do it before Sunday. Um, I'll pick this up at a later date or a later time. Yeah, enjoy guys. Um, I'll speak to you soon. On the road again. Back in the automobile. Um, I don't know how long it's been since you last heard from me. Probably like, well, I'm going to make this joke again. It's been like one second since you last heard from me, but it's been like probably an hour and a half since I last spoke to you. And what I've figured out in the last hour and a half is that I am not getting any better with my um, road raging. And people just annoying the shit out of me. So I think I'm either hangry or I am just like overly sensitive after my psychology appointment. I was at the shops and like people kept needing to be where I was and I was just flipping out, feeling super uncomfortable. And like, I was like fucking, oh, I was getting so impatient with people because they were moving so slow and then they wanted to be where I was. 
And I was like, fucking go somewhere else. But that's not the correct response because they wanted the things that were near me. So I don't know what's going on, but I am short fused at the moment. So excuse me if I start ripping people apart while I'm driving. I'll try not to. I'll try to keep it civil. Um, I also realized that this is like, we're like 36 minutes into the podcast and I've just been talking shit the whole time with no um, key points or key structures. So let's get to my little list. I reviewed it before doing this uh, section. So one of the main things I wanted to talk about today in terms of fucking cool cool shit was um, F1 Drive to Survive is fucking awesome. I am so hooked it's not funny. I am about... I'm like in the third season, midway through the third season. I fucking love it. And it's like, I didn't, I've never followed F1, ever. Like, I like the sound of the cars because I like cars. Cars are cool. Um, Fast cars are awesome. But like, I've never, I just had crazy deja vu just then. Let's let's skim past that. Um, Yeah, I've never been, never followed it, never been right into it until watching this. And it, like, it dawned on me that there are only there's only 20 seats in F1 there's only 20 drivers in the world that can drive an F1 car in the championship that's 20 people only in the entire world so if you're driving in F1 you are one of the best drivers in the entire world because there's only 20 of you how fucked is that like what kind of sport what other sport out there only has 20 athletes competing in it like that's ridiculous um so when i like when that kind of hit me it i was like i got a whole new appreciation for this sport like there's only 20 people that can compete in it at once which is fucking bonkers um so that's been awesome i'm absolutely loving that loving uh watching that at the moment um it's it's a great way to stay in shape the next thing i wanted to touch on was i missed it completely um unfortunately the podcast is over a year old on the 20th of uh, June last month it's, com- it's a year old so I've been doing this for a year now um, I haven't put out 52 episodes yet we're getting there we're getting close um, but it has been a year since I started recording this podcast which is fucking cool like that's oh man can't believe it I'm so grateful and so glad that I started this when I did because now I was actually talking to Ben about this the other day. Um, like, I think just the past, doing this for the past year has given me the confidence to be like, hey, I can record this shit while I'm driving around. Like, I have confidence in myself to be able to, you know, run my mouth for long enough that I can fill the void with random shit while driving around and it still be entertaining. So, um, I'm, yeah, I'm fucking pumped with that. Like, it's, it's really cool. It's a it's a great way to stay in shape. So it's been a year. I've learned some things. I've changed some things. I've done some things. I've had a couple of episodes where I've fucking talked about some cool shit. I've had a couple of episodes where I've talked about nothing. Um, but overall, very happy. Very happy the podcast has been around for a year. Very happy with the name. Very happy with the direction that I am taking it. Um, so yeah, great way to stay in shape. Um, The last thing I had on my little to-do, to-speak list was, I forgot briefly, so let me recalibrate my brain to try and remember it. Oh, that's right. So, 
So, so, so, I had a thought, right, uh, last week at some point, um, are fart noises, the pre-recorded fart noises, are they actual farts that have been recorded from someone's ass, or are they like fart noises made with a mouth, or are they electronic farts, are they computer farts, like where do they come from, are they from people's mouths? Are they from people's asses? Did someone record every single fart on their phone that they've done and it's a bunch of different noises? Or did they, you know, generate them through a computer? I just, I was like, I honestly don't know the answer to that question. I think it'd be hard to computer generate a fart. So maybe they are real or maybe they're just made from someone's mouth. Anyway, food for thought. Um, Cool. So let's loop all the way back to where we left off, where I left off the first section of this. Um, where I was talking about listening to Joe Rogan's podcast with Duncan Trussell and how it was just, they just talk about the most wild shit. So I listened to it. It was like four and a half hours long of them. They were high and I think they were drunk. Wild. Um, where they were just talking about some pretty bonkers stuff. And it was just, I just love listening to it because it's, it's conspiratorial, it's wild, it's, you know, Part of you thinks that'd be cool if that was true, but part of you's like, it's ridiculous. So one of the main, or a few of the main things they spoke about, one of the ones that like leaped out to me, they started talking about ancient Egypt and stuff like that and saying that there's a conspiracy out there that um, the pharaohs or the ancient Egyptians knew that someday there was going to be the technology to bring people back from their bodies if they preserve their bodies properly which is why the mummification process was created and like is done to all the pharaohs back in the day because they were like, one day, there's going to be the technology to bring us back. And in that case, we want to be preserved so that we can be brought back. Um, They just went on talking about that and they were like, can you imagine if like a pharaoh came back and started running the show, how wild that would be? Um, Wouldn't be too far-fetched either because... Like, that technology is probably going to exist. Like, you look at the technologies we've got today with, like, gene editing and stuff like that. So, it wouldn't be too far off. Um, But it just, oh, like, ancient, anything to do with ancient Egypt just blows my mind. Because you think about what they were able to do with what they had. And it's just, it doesn't make sense, nearly. It almost does not make any sense at all. Um, So, like, and they reckon that the information they had and the like all of that stuff stored in the library of Alexandria when it burnt was insane like they had um, the way they used to do things the like they have maps of the fucking entire sky all the planets and shit like that and where they're supposed to be and you think yeah fair enough for us to have maps of all that stuff but how the fuck did they figure that out um, like I would love for the ancient Egyptians to be aliens That'd be the sickest thing ever. Um, But that was one of the things they went off, one of the tangents they went on. Then they went on another tangent where they were talking about, like, I don't know if any of you guys have watched Rick and Morty. If you haven't, go watch it. It's hilarious. Um, It's also, like, it's just fucking wild. Like, think of a wild TV show that keeps you guessing. Rick and Morty's more crazy, and it keeps you guessing even more. So there was... It's kind of like a Rick and Morty theory where we are, we're actually just living through a trip. So 
basically, uh, we are actually aliens flying through space on a spacecraft. Um, and to try and keep ourselves busy, we take space crystals and then we start tripping. And when we start tripping, we wake up in our human bodies, which is just a, a trip or a dream. And we start living life as humans do cruising through and then like you do all these things you do as a fucking person and then you wake up from your trip and you're just flying through space and you're like fuck you know I gotta lay off these fucking space crystals because I keep um oh man that's sick so tangent there's someone driving in front of me that has a Volkswagen and the Volkswagen indicator kind of runs along a line and it moves um as they're indicating. It's not like a blink, it just kind of trails along the line as it goes. And then they had a sticker of Vegeta with his hand out, like he was doing an attack, which made it look like there was a beam of light shooting out of his um, hand across the car. It was fucking sick. Anyway, back to what I was talking about. Yeah, it's like we're, this is a trip. We're just tripping right now. We're going to wake up and we're going to be flying through space which is fucking bonkers. Like, all of that shit's possible. Like, I'm a big believer of um, the infinite... No, this is my theory. I'm not a big believer. But this is my theory. My theory is the infinite dream cycle. I just named it then. Where you're like, we're dreaming right now. We will... When we die, we wake up out of our dream and we're in another life. And then we live that life until we're about to die or till when we die. Then we wake up from that dream. You know how whenever you're dreaming, you never die in your dream. You always wake up. So, like, I think that's what happens every time we die. We wake up out of another dream and it just continually goes on forever. Like, for all we know, we could just be part of a computer program. Like The Sims. Living our own little lives, cruising through. Um, we wake up. Uh, we die. We wake up in another fucking dimension or another program. Another aspect. So, I love thinking about this shit, as you can tell. Like, it's just... Because we don't know. No one knows, man. <clears throat> no one knows what it means, but it's provocative. It gets the people going. Like, no one has any idea what life really is. I think I've said it fucking countless times before, but I would love to, for when you die, to just find out everything. Find out the, re the reality of it all. Find out about aliens. Find out about fucking, you know, what actually started the, like, what started us. What created humans. I would love to find it all out because it's just so intriguing to me. The like the I guess the frustrating part is when I start thinking about it, is that you're never going to find out. We're never going to get to find out any of it um, unless we die and then we find out. So I don't know. It's just it's just fucking bonkers, dude. Um. Anyway, I would if you if you like that shit and you like hearing about that wild stuff, go listen to it. Um, it's Joe Rogan's most recent one with Duncan Trussell. They're dressed as founding fathers. Like, I also... Like, I, I know Rogan cops a lot of flack for the shit that he does sometimes. But it's just entertaining, man. Like, I love the fun that he has with it. Like, he has... He's the biggest platform in the world. So, he does have to be somewhat careful with the shitty shares and stuff like that. But the fun he has with his mates on the podcast... It's the best. And that's what I want to kind of bring to this one day. When I have... <clears throat> more time on my hands to actually bring people on and talk because it's just fun dude like I love I'm loving driving around talking shit to you guys right now um it's 
it's sick. So, like, go listen to it. It's just, it's a fun time. It is a really fun time. I've, like, I used to like listening to, um, like, very informative ones. And at the moment, I think my informative podcast is the RX radio podcast, which is really good um, in terms of training and stuff like that. And and arguably the um, Barbell Bros one, but they rarely put out episodes. They're fucking shit with that kind of stuff. Whereas RX do it every week. So that one's probably my informative one um, at the moment. <clears throat> every other podcast that I listen to is just, for, is just for fun. It's just for fun. It's just to entertain, make me laugh, you know, hear people's perspective on perspectives on different things because that shit intrigues me i love that and they're all stand-up comics because fucking who doesn't love comedy i just it's yeah i don't know i don't know why i have such a um a love for it but it's who doesn't want to make people laugh it's great i actually touched on this with my psychologist i don't know why i broke that into two parts but I touched on it with her today and she was like you got to try and speak from your heart as opposed to from your head she's like which is no surprise to me she said that you're really good at um speaking because you've always got something loaded up ready to go which is why i can speak for fucking you know 45 minutes 50 minutes an hour hour and a half on my podcast without really breaking because i've just got so much shit to say all the time i'm ready i'm ready to go um which is like you need to stop throwing those lines out and you need to start like feeling what you actually want to say what do you really want to say instead of throwing out the defense mechanism like for me it was a coping it kept me safe by being able to constantly throw shit out and keep people busy with words I could protect myself Um, so yeah she was like you got to try and speak more from the heart which I mean is great but I also like throwing my words out from my head because sometimes they're funny. Where was I going with this? That's right. And she's like, you're going to have to experiment. When you're in a group of people and there's a group situation, she's like, instead of saying the thing you want to say, instead of throwing that line out, it might make people laugh. It might sound really clever. She's like, just sit in it. Let someone else say it. Let someone else ask the question. Let someone else talk. Just, Just sit there and observe. Sit there and feel. Feel what it feels like to not say the thing that you think you have to say and just try and feel out what you actually want to say um so i'm going to try and do that a bit um i don't know how it's going to go because i love going for the joke it's fucking fantastic the joke's the best so i'm just going to try and the next few weeks i'm going to try and just sit there and like be a part of conversations but not constantly throwing shit out just being present Um, and not going for the joke or going for the the laugh or trying to make myself seem smart. Just sit there and feel it out. Um, It just dawned on me while I was saying that too. Like, fucking... Most of you guys are probably thinking that I sound insane because unless you're seeing the psychologist I'm seeing, you're probably going to be thinking, this guy, this chick's fucking loopy as and he's making this guy do the wildest shit. But, let me tell you... Um, she is fucking on the nose with everything she says. So if you're thinking that and you're triggered by me saying this stuff, then odds are you probably need to see her. So you should probably ask for her number. Um, cause she's fucking great. And like everyone has problems. Everyone has shit they're trying to deal with. 
every single person. It's insane. I've only just started realizing that. And like I've said before, and I will say it again, it doesn't matter how big the problem or the issue or the feeling someone has, it's still real. It's still a feeling. Like, even if it's the smallest thing, if you feel upset because you stubbed your toe, like, that sucks, dude. It still sucks. Like, I might be upset because I rode for four hours in the fucking freezing cold and froze my fingers off and my toes. But for you, walking around your house warm and cozy, stubbing your toe, sucks. It still sucks. They both suck just as much. Um, So to deny people from... Uh, to, to deny people feeling the way they feel is not fair and it's not it's not right like everyone's should be entitled and able to feel the way they feel we shouldn't restrict that it's just not um, I don't know it's not humane it's not humane that's not a right not the right word it's just not fair let people feel what they want to feel let people feel what they feel don't snuff it out it's um like that ties right back into all the childhood trauma shit as well like, I was listening to a podcast with Steve-O, the guy from Jackass, Jackass on it, Jackass, and they were saying, um, or he was saying, that like, when you're a kid and you cry, parents are told not to pick your kid up when he cries because it's going to teach him that crying will get him the response he wants. But that's not fair because the kid is just sad. The kid's sad and upset and it wants to be held, that wants to be comforted. The kid doesn't know that, you know, the kid's not going to assume that um, because you're picking it up, it's going to cry every time it wants your attention. The kid is just uncomfortable, sad, and wants someone to comfort it, wants some comfort. So from like the fucking get-go, we are taught or told that, um, you know, if we're upset, to bury it. Like, don't, it doesn't matter. No one's coming. So you're told to bury your feelings, not cry. Crying's not going to achieve anything. You're not going to get comfort. So fucking suck it up and deal with it. And then he was also talking about, like, diapers and nappies and going to the toilet and stuff when you're a kid. And he was saying that um, it's a great way for... Sorry. Oh, this does not feel very good. I'm driving over the grass and it feels smooshy. Um... He was saying that, yeah, from a young age, you're like almost ridiculed for um, not being able to go to the toilet. Like you're, yeah, that's right. So you're a baby. You need to go to the toilet. You need a wee. You need a poo. Cool. Um, you just do it because that's a the natural response. Like you've got something in your body. You want to get it out. Great. But then all of a sudden that changes. Like when you get to a certain age, I don't know what age it is, but like all of a sudden when you get to a certain age, it's like, hey, stop. You're not allowed to do that. And it's like, but I've been doing it my whole life. Like, my body's telling me to fucking go to the toilet. I need to go to the toilet. And all of a sudden, it's like, no. Not allowed. You have to go to a specific place. You have to physically go to the toilet. You can't just shit your pants. You have to go to the toilet to go to the toilet. And it's all of a sudden, fucking comes out of nowhere. It's ridiculous. Like, you're such a young child. You're not going to fucking know. You don't know what you're supposed to do. Um, Yeah, it's just bonkers, bro bonkers I'm just gonna give me two seconds sorry I was trying to concentrate on the car um yeah from a young age like you're used to going to the toilets on the spot soiling yourself because you're like fuck I need to go I go 
then all of a sudden you get to a certain age and you're told, no, you're not allowed to do it now. You get in trouble for weeing your pants. You get in trouble for shitting your pants. You've got to physically go somewhere different to actually go to the toilet. And it's like you're kind of belittled for not doing it properly. It's, it's weird all of a sudden. Like, you're not, you don't know what you're doing. You're young. You're, then you're like belittled, told off, you get in trouble and you're like, what the fuck? And you're not allowed to, you're not allowed to do it anymore. And all of that shit kind of just manifests itself when you're older when you're a, an adult and stuff like that you just fucking you know do you start doing things a certain way because we're drilled like that from when we're younger it's the same thing with all the childhood trauma crap <clears throat> or not crap like I think I will do an episode on um, the childhood trauma stuff because it's like obviously for me I'm only realising how much of that shit I've kind of gone through when I was younger um, it's fucking huge, man. It's so prominent, and I, it sucks because I see it so often now. Now that I know what I'm looking for because I've fucking experienced it and I'm kind of being told, I see it so many places, and it's so difficult because I can't say anything or do anything about it because who's going to listen to me? Like, I'm a fucking... I don't have kids. I don't do any of that shit, but I know... I kind of know what it's like... And you just see it everywhere. And it's so difficult because, like, parents aren't told what they're supposed to do. And especially this generation having young kids now, like, they were treated like shit when they were growing up. Because their parents were treated like shit when they were growing up. And their parents before them were treated like shit while they were growing up. And it's just pass it on. Pass it on. It's like hazing in high school or in sporting clubs. When a new generation of kids comes through, fucking bully them. Like, when year seven start... Every one of you, most of you, or whether you took part in it or you saw it, every single, or you probably fucking had it happen to you as well, like every single group of people when they started in year seven were bullied by the year eights and the year nines and the year tens and then like it drips off after that. But every single person was fucking bullied by the older year because the older year was bullied when they started and they were like, fuck it, let's do it, let's repeat it, let's repeat it. That's the same thing that's happening to families, like parents, their kids. You're passing on generational trauma. And unless you break that cycle, it's going to keep fucking happening. So, like, you can't break it unless you do the work to break it as well. Which is where, like, psychologists come in and fucking actually identifying the kind of shit that you're hiding from or the shit that you're working around, your coping mechanisms. Unless you identify that stuff, you're never going to be able to work on it. Which sucks, because so many people just ignore it, bury it, and move on, like I was doing. Um, so, yeah, fuck, maybe I should do a full episode on that. But, anyway, I think that's, I think I'm going to wrap it up. Um, I'll probably do another wrap-up wrap-up after this. But, yeah, that is going to be it for the week, guys. Um, I will speak to you next week, but I'm going to say this all again soon. So, good stuff. I'm going to park my car now. There it is, guys. Episode number 48 of Toe on the Line. I hope you guys enjoyed it. Um, I will be... I don't know what next week podcast next week's podcast is going to involve, um, but we'll find out then, won't we? Enjoy your weeks, guys. Uh, stay strong, stay happy, and fucking try and make the most of this cold weather because who doesn't love when it's fucking freezing outside? It sounds freezing.